Welcome back, everybody, to the Shade is Real podcast. Welcome. Woo woo. This is episode like three or four. What three. Trace. Three? Yeah. Trace Amigas. Yes. <laughs> and Trace Amigas, like, oh my God, we're going to be talking about Below Deck Med. We're going to be talking about Teen Mom. We're going to be talking about what else? The OG Housewives. We're going to be talking a little bit about The Hills. Oh, The Hills. Oh, show. Let's go. If you guys don't know, if you guys are new to the channel, I'm Madison Morgan and uh, my amazing friend over here. What's your name? Where are you from? Anderson you- McQuire. What up, guys? <laughs> Hi, guys. So, all right. Let's just, like, jump in. We're going below deck med. Like, let me. I'm all. I'm okay. all let me we'll shuffle my notes here. I feel like if I watch this show from the beginning, I might like it. But I tried to watch this episode and. You have, like, I no couldn't. clue. You have, right. like, no clue because there's, like, so much. Like, you, it, like, below deck is one of those things, regardless if you're watching med or normal, like, just, like, whatever, wherever they're, wherever beautiful locations they are in those, yes. <laughs> um, like, you can't just jump in the middle of the season. It's not, like, something you can watch and be like, well, what's her beef with that person? Because you're going to get, you're going to feel some type of way about somebody when you really don't know the underlying stories. Like, June, June, Hannah, June, June, Hannah, like, I laugh at that because I think it's so funny. But you, like, when I, sh- you guys, when I showed her this clip on Instagram, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No clue. And I'm like, you have to, like, you have to start from the beginning, especially, like, when June comes in, and she, like, she has a thing with her earpiece, and she keeps taking it out, so nobody, she doesn't hear it. And she's like, maybe I don't understand my name with your guys' accents. Like, so Below Deck is something you have to watch from moment episode one. Like, okay. it's not like jump in episode five. Got you. Like, because you have to get the underlinings, like, of why Hannah doesn't like June, why the third stew got upgraded to a chef. Like, yes, that happened, people. That happened on this. See, I've been seeing bits and pieces of it on social media. Like, I did just see a video of Chef Ben. Yes! I'm <laughs> Chef ben. Like, hashtag Team Chef Ben. Like, I didn't think, like, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I know we try to recap, but, like, we also give our opinions on the show. Like, I don't – I knew she was going to pull off a couple charters, but I feel like Captain Sandy should have been, like, more proactive because she's not a motoryat chef. She's only a small, like, 40-foot or however big chef. Okay. There's a major difference where your, your quality is supposed to be of a five-star Michelin chef. Like, hence right. why the first chef got kicked off for lying on a resume. Like, well, I mean, she wasn't she making like microwave shit or something? Yeah, she was microwaving steaks to keep them warm. Uh, like, I literally man. sat there and I was like, oh, blasphemy. Like, Takes me back to my Burger King days. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, this is not McDonald's. So, like, I get it. She should have been on for the first couple charters. And I don't, honestly, like, I don't think she should have offered her the position. I think she did a great job, but she cracked under pressure. Yeah. So tell me what happened. So she just, like, her dishes, some of, some things would come out cold or, like, the noodles would be, Wasn't there a hair in something? Yeah, like, there was a hair in cheesecake, but she's, like, it wasn't mine. So I'm assuming it was one of the girls that, like, was- Served it? serving it yeah like I don't think it's because her hair was up um but I just think she had like the last charter she did because she you could tell she was just cracking like 
the stakes, like, and I think it comes down also to service people too, because one of the girls wasn't serving it to the right people, but like they were having problems with temperature with food, the last two um, charters. So like they were having problems with their food, sending back food. Like I'm just like sitting here going like, me as a person going like, just eat it. But then if I'm paying like millions of dollars to be on a yacht, like I expect my food to be on point. Oh, 100%. Right. So, yep. and like food for them is a big, like it, it pretty much comes down like food experience. So food is like first thing, like, and my how name, the guests yeah. get treated. Mm-hmm. Did, did anybody get sick from, um, was okay, it so cold I don't food? Think they, I don't think they got sick from the food because it was a rocky day on sea. They got, they literally got sick from motion. I did see that part. The guy was stumbling <laughs> on the yacht. He literally like went to sit down and he got up because it was rocking so bad. He was like walking and then a show was walking up with food and he didn't even make it. And it oh. hit the railing. It hit a camera guy. <laughs> <laughs> it hit everybody and she's like Aisha I love Aisha her energy is so pure and fun and just like embraces it and she's like I lost my spewginity like she's awesome but um I feel like she feels that she's different than everybody because like okay we're gonna be real Travis has a major drinking problem I don't think it's a drinking problem like he needs to get help but I think Cause he mentioned he gets homesick. He does. He's a yachty and yachties are away from family. For he's like, self-medicating. Yeah. I 100% think he's self-medicating and he yeah. said it too. He's like, I don't have a problem. I just drink and I miss my family and I miss my friends. Cause you guys like, they're literally gone for months at a time. Right. But boo fucking who that for it. this. You, sh- you, you chose that. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, that's your job. Like I get it, but it's like, it's kind of, I don't, I don't want to mess. I don't want to like go like, well, it's kind of like your situation, like deployment where it's like, you're gone for so long. Like, yeah, you can be homesick. You can kind of self-medicate, but then you also chose this life in yeah, that sense. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not trying to be like apples to apples. It's very no, different. I got you. War zone <laughs> in the Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not trying, like I said, I'm not trying to compare apples to apples. I'm just thinking like time away from family. Like, oh, yeah. They go like years without being around family. So do they. But it's like at the end of the day, this is kind of what like you chose. Right. So you can't be self-medicating because of a choice you made. You have the choice to leave at any moment of time. But is the money really that good? With like dieting. <laughs> Maybe that would, that would help me. <laughs> Just stay kilo. So like he got super drunk one night. Like they went out to like where – People go like who are millionaires. Like I can't forget. I re- I re- forgot the location, but like they went to dinner and he was like falling asleep at the table. And like he even admitted like before we even go out, I'm three sheets to the wind by the time you guys are ready to go. Okay. And then they drink outside, and then they go to dinner. Like you know what I mean? Like they're and then they're drinking roadies, and then they're drinking at the dinner, and then they're going out and partying. So like he's literally blacked so- out, trashed. Pre-game, post-game, before they even yeah. pre-game. <laughs> yeah, like, he's a mess. So one night they went out. He was kind of, he even said, he's like, I'm already hammered or, like, whatever Australians, like, he said. And because it's a term I've never heard of. And, I can't, again, I can't remember. They go out to dinner. 
he tries to have a talk with Hannah and she's like, don't ask me out on dates anymore if this is how drunk you're going to be because I don't surround myself with people like this. Like kudos to Hannah for standing up for herself, posting those boundaries and saying like no more. Cause she says she's admitted so many times, like I have so such a soft spot for people like, like with that are just messes and addictions and all that stuff. Cause it resonates with her and her family and her past. And you, and she opens up so much more and her and Joella are friends, but like, after they come back and talking, he sits down and the chef is literally sitting there like this, had her eyes closed, just like enjoying the night, just like eyes closed. Like we just finished a great meal, had a great glass of wine. And he comes up and goes right to her face, like to her cheek. And she like was startled. And it wasn't like a love tap, like your face. She's like, my face was stinging. Like it startled me. And she like just sat up and she's like looks at Hannah she goes he just slapped me <laughs> like she was so confused should have cold cracked his ass like she was like so in shock and then Joelle just like gets up he's like you don't do that you don't do that like he kept repeating that he's like don't do that don't do that. he's like this is when I beat people up because he has such like he has so much respect for women because he was brought up by his mom so he's just I feel like he's really trying to show that he's not like that crazy drunk person that we got last season. And that since he is bosun, I think he really is trying to like step up his game and like show his crew, like how we roll. Like this is how we do it. And we don't do this in public. Yeah. And then it's like, you don't do that to a fellow crew member because I mean, think about it. You can become like crazy close family because you're in such close quarters. If you can't control your actions when you're drunk, bro, you know what you do? You don't drink. Right? Yeah. You don't drink. You don't do those things. You don't like, No. it just got taken too far. And I, like, she confronted him the next day at night. Like, he's like, I'm sorry. I hope like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm still processing. And then they pan to the night and she's like, I'm done. Like I process and this is not okay. Because she opens up about being in a, a past relationship of an addiction, having an addictive a boyfriend who was an alcoholic and he would beat her and like that kind of stuff. And she's like, I refuse to deal with that again. And I have to yeah. be like, yes, queen. Like, thank you for opening up about a topic that's really hard. Like abuse is super hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, it's not a social norm. Like society doesn't want to talk about that because then it's like, who wants to talk about that? You know? So it's like, thank you for bringing that up. Like all these people bring up topics that are so like not the norm. So it was great. It was great. Like, and I hate saying like, Oh, it's great. But then it's like, it's great. Like, cause she gave him the what's what, like she didn't say like, you're a woman beater, like blah, blah, blah. Like, no bro, you have a drinking problem. Right. We need to get this together. You need to step up. Period. Gosh, you. That's I was like, yes. Like I was high-fiving myself. I was like, yes, queen. Like I was all about it. And I love that Joelle stuck up for her, even though he got shit from Asia about like, like she was saying in the car, like, oh, if it, if it was me, would have been any different? Like you wouldn't have acted that way. Cause like Joelle and Asia have had a thing, like a kind of like a feud where like he kind of like expects her to act better. And she's just a raunchy chick. <laughs> like, it's great. She's awesome. But um, yeah, they just have it out. And she's like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been me if this was, you know, the thing. So why yeah. are we making such a big deal about it? Like, 
it were me, this would have been an issue. This would have been done differently. Like, it's kind of weird. And I don't like, I don't think it would have been different. I think even if Joelle had a thing, like has it out with her, if she got slapped, yeah, he would have stood up for her. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. No, I feel like I need to watch this. <laughs> this is, it, like I said, it's not a show you got to step into. You got to literally like start well, from Bravo. I would have gotten the episode completed if they allow me to fast forward on on-demand on shows. Demand. Oh my God, they kill me with this. Girl, I know. I feel you. But like, yeah, below deck, you definitely, I think it's good. We're going to have major drama because Ben and Hannah have a thing and Ben is like amazing. He's great for TV. <laughs> like, I love it. I'm sad that he hasn't been back, and I'm glad he's making his debut back in med because I've missed him. Awesome. So, yes. So now, where did where I we go? Are? We're on the hills, baby. Okay. I feel um, like this week was kind of like a womp womp episode. It was kind of like best. Except for two, two Pratt family value points. <laughs> and I say that. Because that's all it was. <laughs> right. I like they like literally, and I know why they did it, but they waited for the best part of the show to happen at the very end of the episode. And then it ended up like Friendsgiving. Stephanie runs her mouth. Audrina storms out. Stephanie yeah. runs her mouth. Audrina storms out. Like, because I feel like Audrina is such a classy woman that it's like, you can't argue with stupid. No. At what point do you leave or, or crazy? You can't argue, argue with stupid or crazy. And I mean, and I think like, honestly, like all the dudes just feeding Spencer tequila yeah. and just hyping him up on his feels was like the worst decision ever. Okay. Let me just ask you, um, do you think bachelor bachelorette party when you're renewing your vows no, I, I think that's like just a Hollywood thing. <laughs> Cause like, oh my, if I, I mean, here's the thing. What are you doing? I think it like, they're like, it's Spencer, it's Spidey. They're literally going to drop like thousands of dollars on this renewal for their close friends and family. Like, I guarantee you, we're going to see a dress shopping experience. Uh -huh. Like, like, oh, we never got this. And I'm like, bro, but they did. But they you, did. You're still married. That what the fun of a bachelor bachelorette is not the same but as. A I think I think they did it because they she never got it because at that moment ten years ago, think about it. She was with LC. She was like with all these same people that didn't agree they probably still like think that like i mean great you're married for 10 years people get divorced at 11 right boom 13 in january here yeah, boom i mean seven but i mean no room to talk six but next year will be seven but here's the thing it's it still doesn't matter you can get divorced at any moment regardless if anybody's happy or not yeah and i hate throwing around but the D word. when you're on a tv but show you open yourself up to ridicule Exactly. But I don't think like, just because we didn't get this in our twenties, we need to now exploit it in our thirties. And by exploit, I mean, putting it on national television and say like, yeah, like, is it okay to renew your vows, have a fun night out with your girlfriends? Do you live your best life? Yes. But I think calling it a bachelorette party is like, 
you're already married. You can't do shady shit with a stripper bitch. Right, but she really didn't like, even do anything. She like legit was like, oh, I better go home now. She like, then it was like, Gunner's gotta go to bed. Do not have another kid if you are still doing that. Like if your husband, like, and the fact that they did it the same time. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that was. Like, why is it so that you guys can like have the hangover together? I feel like she had two glasses of champs and like walked on. She's like, we're done with this. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe she just didn't want to stay very long with Stephanie. I don't know. It's like they're playing really good fake right now. Oh, for sure. Really good fake. I mean, when the season ends, I'm sure we're going to see a huge blow up towards the end because of everything that's been happening. Oh, 100. Behind the scenes. So uh, with this fight with Stephanie and Audrina, I think like Stephanie is just pushing it. She's still demanding that apology. She's still demanding all these things that like Audrina doesn't really have to give her. Like, yeah, I mean, she could say like, hey, I'm sorry, like be the bigger person and like let it go. But like Stephanie is the one that is still writing it out. She's the one going and talking to Justin. Her and Justin are writing this out. Like she's a really good and I, I really hope that they get rid of her, but they won't because she's a really good shit stirrer. She's a really good, like... The villain of the hills. And yeah. you know what? Uh, Stephanie deserves everything that comes at her because if her friendship was as important to Adriana as she says it is or was, then yeah. she would have put Justin to the curb and she would have focused on Audrina and their relationship. But no, she didn't give a shit. She wanted to prance around like her and Justin were freaking doing the oh yeah combo and yeah yeah i i honestly think like there's motive behind stephanie like don't put anything past her like she's not as innocent as she claims to be even though like there's four three sides to every story people there's her side Audrina's side and the truth we are never going to get the truth because this is reality tv they're always gonna say she's Audrina's gonna back up her side of the story and what she knows we're going to back, she's going to back this side and her side and make, make sure she doesn't look too freaking crazy and villainy. Yeah. I mean, I've never really liked the Prats to begin with. No. Um, like I they just haven't been my cup of tea. With how he treated Elsie, but yeah. I'm kind of liking them this season, to be honest with you. Heidi and Spencer. Not I feel Steph like, but again, I feel like they're just playing it up. I feel like they have their moments. Like he, like separately, like how he comes at like Brody for not drinking during the day. Like that's anybody's choice, not like day drink. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to turn up every day. Like, but it, I mean, I get it. He wants to party and like rekindle that friendship, but he has to remember they're not like 20 anymore. Speaking of Brody. Uh, I know you guys I mean, it seems uh, kind of obvious why news reports are showing that they weren't actually married and they're split up because uh, that moment at the doctor's office with Caitlin, um, I would freak out if my husband acted so nonchalant about something that we agreed to we we're gonna have kids and yeah. just because she turned 30 i understand that the clock's not ticking that fast but the thing is is that her clock yeah. is ticking though yeah like but it's like what men don't understand really and like uh this is obviously our opinion is like 
when you date somebody, you date them for like what, two to three years before you get, or like one to three years before you get married. I don't know. Like some people are different. Who knows? And then it's like, you have to start trying or like have that plan. So it's like, great. Then she's going to be 33 at the time she starts having children, unless she chooses to do it by herself. Right. So I get it. Like I get it. But I also, I like, I, I think like this is just the beginning. Like I think he has cold feet. I think he's like wanting to wait five years and all this stuff. And like, honestly, like there, I, everybody always says that there's never going to be a right time to have kids. But I also think he has so much going on in his life. So many changes, like his dad, um, the Malibu fires, like, think about it in that sense of like, if it was, it's just them two. So he didn't have to worry about a third person. Like he had to worry about his dogs. They got his dogs out. That's fine. But just think about adding another human to that. Yeah, I get that. But you also added another child to it when you signed back up for the show. Yeah, that's so true. The show I, I honestly think like, I think your marriage. I think he's, oh yeah, cracks galore. Hello. I, I've saw that we saw, like we said, we saw that episode one, but I think honestly, he's dragging his feet. He's very unsure because all he has seen is divorce and loss and he doesn't know how to be a father. Like he's had David in his life. Um, but it's like his biological dad, like he has so much, like you have to think about it that way too. Like there's, it's just so crazy to go from like my biological father pretty much had nothing to do with him. Like came around, he said like once every three years, once a year, like whatever. And he wouldn't talk to him. He wouldn't see him, tried to rekindle relationship. And then he became Caitlin and then disappeared again. <laughs> like, right. Living her best life. Like, and he's all for that. But then it's like, he doesn't have a stable, like what it looks like to be a father. Yep. Besides David and then his mom. I mean, it's in his mom is an incredible parent. Holy smokes. And even after everything that she went through with Bruce and what the boys went through, she still is telling Brandon to fix things with his dad. And you just have to forgive them. I give her major respect and kudos for that because it, she just literally just like, she's the epitome of like what divorced parents need to be doing. Like, don't talk shit about the other parent. Like just be very supportive, continue for that, like to build that parent's relationship with the kid. Like, but ultimately it's the kid's decision whether that, that relationship wants to be repaired. Yeah. So what else? I'm I'm, I'm excited to see the next episode. I'm excited to see uh, where it goes from here. Yeah. The hills. So I now actually, we're gonna Yeah. Go no, I agree. No, it's fine. We can transition. That's cool. Now we're talking teen mom. Huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> teen okay, mom. I feel like so much came up. Like Mackenzie's story, like oh tears. I cannot even and I actually got online just to Google to see if her mom had passed already. And she hasn't. <laughs> Thank God. I'm like, mm. yeah. Uh, so shout out to Mackenzie's mom for being a trooper. Yeah. Um, that's so scary. I'm actually on the verge of celebrating my grandpa's one year from passing away from cancer. So 
it put me in my feels oh, yeah. and I didn't even know this girl. So is she from Teen Mom 2 or what? I think she's from just one of the random 16 and pregnants and they just okay. never picked her up, I guess, into the evolving um, shows. But I really liked her. I feel like she was like a blonde Macy. <laughs> Yeah. I felt like she was super genuine, which is good. She's so genuine, but they put it everything out there. Um, I remember her, her now husband, I think, but like they're on the verge of separating. We don't know like everything. So iffy on, on Instagram, but, um, yeah, like from the episode, it's just, I know he's a bull rider. They have a lot of issues still. Um, he's more, he's faithful now. Last I checked. Um, but he does do bull riding. She does a uh, fitness training, which is awesome. She competes in shows. Like she's just so like down to earth, which is great. And then you just see this happening and you, you just see her crumbling, like in front of her mom. She's like, I just don't know what I'm going to do without you. Like this sucks. Like, yeah. Oh, I literally cried my eyes out because cancer is also close to us and our family. So like, it's just, it was devastating. And how her kids yeah oh yeah well and then she, like her what her telling her kids like Gannon is just so like you can tell he's trying not to lose it like it's just a mess like that was a mess yeah and then like her saying like I hope it was a great mom and I'm sad that my grandkids aren't gonna know who I am and I hope I was a great nana and I was just like you're an amazing nana like <laughs> like crying like just, you're great like that was sad like but you can see like just the, like how her and her husband Mackenzie and her husband are literally like just like you said reality tv shows your cracks and it's like oh, oh. Sure. like you're gonna see I think a demise of a relationship and I don't think everybody's like oh go on reality tv and find the demise of your relationship it's like no go on re reality tv and see the cracks like you're refusing to see like it literally puts those red flags in front of your face and for the world to see and for the world to judge and for everybody to be like, Whoa. you'll either fix it or you'll break up. Yeah. It's very, I mean, look at all the housewives franchises. Oh, God, yeah. So uh, tell me what you thought about Tyler and Caitlin. Tyler and Caitlin. Okay. So I honestly, like I'm looking at those notes. I think they're super brave human beings for being able to like, to, to give their child up for adoption at such a young age. Cause I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, because that was an option for me and I just couldn't, like I couldn't in my being do that. Like it just wasn't in the cards no, for me. I couldn't. Um, and then being able to see her, even if it's every year, every four years, every two years, I think that's great. But I think that they could have had that scrapbook done. Oh my God. Before. Right. You literally have been whining and bitching about seeing your biological daughter for years and you can't yeah. even show up on time. You show up 30 minutes late. And I like, I know they got a lot of shit for it. And I like, but to me, I feel like there's no excuse that should have been done because if I was going to see my biological child that I haven't seen in four years, I wouldn't be sleeping. I'd probably be vomiting because I'm so excited. I would literally be sitting up in bed and doing yeah. that scrapbook. They don't like, even work. Like the show is their job. Like, what are you yeah. doing that you can't get a damn scrapbook done? Yeah. I feel like it was very mismanaged, like poor time management, poor this, like there was a lot of things. Like, I think it could have been done already. Like 
she could have done it the night before, not the day, the morning of like, and you know, adoption counselors literally saying, do you think we should just take what we have done? And she's like, nope, I'm going to get it done. Cool. You just wasted 45 minutes of a visit with your daughter. Well, and it's like, why couldn't you get it done sooner? Why couldn't you do it in the car? Because how far was your car ride? Like, why couldn't these things be like, like, why was no one problem solving for them? Right. Is my question. Not just saying like, Dawn saying like, hey, can you do this, this and that? But I think like it was really good to see Tyler like break down because you've never seen him break down. Like he's like, I want to comfort her. Like like, he's losing it. I'm like, why should, why is he driving right now? Like Caitlin needs to be driving. (laughs) I'm like, this is going to be, and he's like checking his phone. I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like freaking out. Like my driving panic was like projecting into this episode. I'm like, don't do that. Don't drive. Don't do that. But like. It was nice to see him break down and say, like, I want to be the one to comfort her. Like, that hurts me. Like, you see that. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's sad that, like, Teresa and Brandon keep Carly from him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's just kind of my, like, maybe have it towards every year or every other year. But, like, why wait four years? No, I get it. And they were talking about having some trouble with um, Carly and whatnot. But, I mean, that's unfortunate side of adoption you lose that control of when you say you can see her want to see her like yes you gave birth to her but adoption those are her parents like yeah I mean you can't start something and stop it and then like the longer you do it the more issues are going to come it's like consistency like is key obviously we know that we preach that but like it's like that with life and like kids when you adopt kids you and you have that open relationship you have to like know that that's what's going to happen. Like, and you can't like blame and put like, yeah, they could be more consistent about it, but you can't put that like that on them and be like, sorry, you can't see her for four years. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Right. Like, okay. So we're going to get into like to Amber real quick. Yeah. Please. Um, train wreck. 100. She's a train wreck. <laughs> I think she needs more help than going to jail. I feel like she needs to be committed and have yeah. like really major big psych evals to figure out like, cause I'm sorry, like the guy that she was going to was a pediatrician psychologist, like, or like counselor. She's yeah. not a pediatrician. Like she is an adult. Let's see some adult people. Cause with her saying like, she's at that point of exploding. I- I don't know why there weren't further steps being taken. Right? Like, why didn't he ask questions like, are we going to start harming ourselves and others? Because you don't just go home and, like, have a machete and, like, threaten your your fiancé with your kid in his hand. Like, granted, again, three sides to every story, but we're only reporting what we are getting shown. And I'm excited for the reunion next week because she's, like, she's not with the cast. I think this is her last season and she's like, she looked like she's coming to bring the game, but I feel like when she's healthy is when she's getting major help, not just seeing a psychologist whenever here and there, she has to be like in things. I feel like she got on her medication, regularly checking in, like seeing multiple therapists multiple times a week. Yeah, like, I feel like the money. There's no excuse. But even if there, if money, it, like money, should never be an issue. I feel like we should be able to fund, like not fund, but like 
medical stuff like this should definitely be available for people. Anyways, digression, but like she's healthy when she's on a strict regimen. I feel like she was off her meds or coming off her meds. Like she wasn't strict on her meds this season because she looked very worn down. She was very tired. She didn't look herself. Yeah. Like like I think she wasn't on her drugs and people with like bipolar schizophrenia and all that stuff, like think they're fine. So then they start, stop, they stop taking their medicine. They stop taking what works because they talk themselves out of it. Well, I'm healthy now. So I stop, you know what I mean? And then it it spirals and then shit like this happens. So I really think she needs some help really. And I'm excited to see what she has to bring receipts wise to the reunion. Cause I, I think they're like, she's trying to like allude to the fact that he cheated on her. I did hear her say that. So, so she's like, I got receipts and blah, blah, blah. But Macy, so let's talk Macy. Cause that's like the last mama. Well, Cheyenne, I feel like Cheyenne's doing great. Like they're doing great at co-parenting. Uh, yeah. Talking about homegirls, homeboys, girlfriends, racist tweets. So that was probably good. They covered that. Yeah. I think like they just, they're in a very good space. I'm glad she's getting her own show. Um, and her new boyfriend's great. Like, I think going to the vineyard they went to like really opened up her eyes to that. Like they're not ready for another kid. (laughs) Like just not. Yeah. But like Macy and Ryan, the saga continues. Like I'm excited to see the reunion, like how he like admits to using heroin, like how he's like, I used it once. I never turned back. He's like, and I never thought that would be my life. Like I love that Ryan or that um, Macy is setting boundaries with Ryan and keeping the court ordered restraining order. Yeah. Um, what I was a little dumbfounded by is that this is multiple times of Ryan being arrested and she's just now getting Bentley into counseling. I think she was in, he was in counseling before. But like, and I think like it was just school counseling because his grades would drop every time something traumatic would happen in his life. I think it's very shocking that she's getting outside help. Like the grades are dropping, you go to the school counselor. And then when you start noticing that there's the pattern of like, okay, it's every time when like major things happen with Ryan or Ryan starts to slip or he gets arrested or this is happening. Like when you start realizing this pattern, why are you waiting to the fourth, fifth or eighth time that Ryan's getting arrested? Right. This should have been like arrest number two or three, like Bentley's getting help. Mm-hmm. So that was my thing. And like, I can't wait to see what pans out with her and her husband about yeah. the baby, like no more babies. And then I can't believe Ryan and his wife are now pregnant with a baby. Oh girl. my God. Having a baby girl. Yeah. They, he broke the, he broke shocked Jen was. Oh yeah. She was like, what? Like, this is what's going on. Like, I mean, I don't think, oh man, I just hope they stay together. I'm really pulling for them. Like, I feel like she does good for Ryan, but he just has to do something. Ryan looked better. He did. He looked healthy, but then it's like, he looked healthy last time we saw him and then look, look at like what three court cases later (laughs) so I mean like let's let's talk about that so all right housewives like let's dive into real housewives see yeah let's talk about I need to get this out of the way front and center Emily's husband Shane is the biggest douche douche run for his money okay so I think he gives Brooks for a run for his money, but he's not lying unless he's having an affair. And I hold true to that. 
<laughs> like I hold true to that. I was going to do a sexy photo shoot. Let me tell you what. I am not in prime shape whatsoever, but I have been for years talking about doing a boudoir photo shoot yes. and giving husband for an anniversary gift, a birthday gift, Christmas gift, whatever gift, maybe just a nighttime sexy gift. Cool. If my husband ever dismissed or turned me down for that, Mm. mm, I'd be Amber right now. Like Mm. machete that door frame. (laughs) Right? Like you best leave. Like he's asking for a death wish. Oh God, what the hell is wrong with him? Oh, and staying at a hotel for two, for two weeks. weeks, bro, come on. That's why I think he's having an affair. I don't think he's, he's like also studying for the bar, but I also think some ladies studying his bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I think, I don't, I think we have to take religion out of it. Like anybody can cheat man, woman, whatever. You can cheat regardless of religion, whether it says in your religion or not to cheat, like you don't cheat, like people will cheat. Right. I think he's unhappy because he's such a dick. I don't, I think he gives like, what's his face? A run for his money in that sense of the being a dick. But I like, like I said, if he's lying about having an affair, then that like tops the cake. But like, I feel so sorry for Emily. I hope she like this is just temporary for her. But again, it's showing cracks in her relationship, just like Gina's relationship. Gina's relationship. That was a mess. Oh my God. Like you knew something was going on and that she was trying to protect him. Let's just totally segue into Gina now. Like, what? sorry, Emily. Keep <laughs> a secret. Why? It had to have been eating her up. Bro, no one thinks your relationship is perfect. No one. No one. And I think she, like, I don't, like, I still can't believe she did it. Like, I defended my husband. Like, I would not be wearing a wedding ring. I would not be talking about my husband. I would, like, not be, if, if an affair was happening and we were working through it, like, I would be so upfront because Tamara's like, yeah, people were talking, but I didn't want her to know because I could tell she didn't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only person I would try to protect from that would be my children. I would no. This motherfucker had an affair. Why do you think our marriage yeah. is in turmoil? It's not yeah. because of me. Yeah. I'd be like, he did some shady shit. Like, you guys could obviously allude to that. Like, yeah. And I would say like, we're not in the best place right now. We are not in this place like of happiness of this, this and that, but it's like, it's going to come out like major things where like, she's like, t- she's starting to talk about it. Like, she, like she couldn't even tell her family because she's so worried about letting them down towards like, he was abusive. Like people, you cannot live in a life like that. Like I've left major abusive relationships, major abusive relationships that like, where things were happening, not in front of my child or around my child, or they were in the home. Like your kids still hear that. They mimic those things. They hear those things. Like just because you think you're staying for your kids, like they still hear the toxicity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so hard. And I, I don't like reach out to help, reach out to your people, but like, there's no reason to stay. And I'm glad she left. But like the fact that she found a Valentine's Day card from the girl that he had an affair with her on 
like the tricky end of the fair, writing him a Valentine's Day card, say, I'm like, I'm excited that I'm not, I'm done sharing you or something like that mm-hmm. in his car. Like that was crazy to me. Yeah. And she's like, they're still dating. And you can tell like, she's not there. She's not as good with it as she was last season. Like the playing it out to be. So, but like, I, I want, like, I think Vicky needs to not even be a friend and need to go away. Like, cause she's stirring way too many things. Like she's still trying to set the tone for Bronwyn. Like, even though Bronwyn's hearing all these things, like Bronwyn is like, already right. got her meters so, out. Like literally Gina has seen the text message of what Vicky said and Vicky's still denying it. I would never say that. Bro, she saw it. Yeah. Like just say, yeah, own it, own it. You, you talk about being the most, like all these things, but like, no. So like, I think Bronwyn has a good meter on her. Like uh, for sure. I think the new Trace Amigos is adding Bronwyn and kicking Vicky to the curb and like not even having her appear because she's literally just not even bringing facts. She's bringing, not even bringing receipts. She's just stirring shit. And I feel like she's baiting at that dinner with Bronwyn, she knew what she was doing. She was baiting Tamara and Shannon to say stuff about Kelly. 100%. Yeah. Sorry. Like, no, you're fine. Like, she was literally, they were literally baiting her. Like, oh, I know more than, like, the Coke thing. Like, oh, really? Like, well, what is it? And, you know, like, Gina's like, well, you're saying it's more than that? Like, well, like, she was freaking out. And she's trying to, like. She, I don't even, I don't even think her and Kelly are friends, but it's like, what is an off limits for Vicky? Nothing. Nothing. Like unless, you- unless it's about her. Yeah. And then it, and then it becomes a thing. So I think she's just one of those people that's always miserable and unhappy. And then like, just cuts, like cuts you deep in the throat. Like it's, she's not like, she's not safe. Like Tamara said, like she's very unpredictable. She's very scary. Or that's what Kelly said. Kelly called her very scary. She's a very scary human. We need to get Trace Amiga's necklaces though. Did you see the ones that they're wearing? They're like 60, $65, but I have an idea of who we could give it to. Oh my God. You do? Who do you think? Aaron. Oh yeah, I she would love that. She would die. So yeah, so I I don't know. I think like we have a lot of stuff coming. Um, oh for sure. <gasps> I mean, we're not watching it, but you want to discuss a little bit about Bethany not coming back to New York? Oh, I think Bethany not coming back to New York is going to be major, huge. And they That's already have good. somebody filling a spot. That was quick. Wow. Yeah, she uh looks younger, super slim. Um, yeah. Blonde. Blonde. I don't know. Oh God. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like you, like Bethany needs to be there. I feel like that franchise survives with her. Yeah. Uh, her name is entrepreneur Leah McSweeney. Yeah, I just think it's really sad. Like she's kind of like one of those people like where she didn't start, like she started that franchise. Like Tamara was the second season. Like y- if you lost like Tamara, the Tamara's, the Bethany's like, the it's hard to re- Vicky. 
Yeah. Bethany. Kim. Yeah. I'm so sad they had, they took Kim away, but I'm glad they gave her own show. But I feel like it's a different part of her life, which is great. I can't even tell between her and Brielle anymore. No, you can't. It's just disgusting. <sighs> All but right. I love so that stuff. Coming up on Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Uh, Thursday. We have Jersey. We're going to be going over the last episode that aired last night. Okay. Um, and the whole wedding because that wedding was too bougie to not talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Southern Charm. Southern Charm's finale. Reunion. Like the reunion, like what happened on the finale, like quick snip. Oh, wait, no, we did t- cover that. So we're talking yeah. reunion. You're yeah. talking reunion and reunion. <laughs> should be good <gasps> like big guns are thrown um what else are we talking about i feel like i've missed things 90 days yeah 90 day fiance um 90 day before the 90 days and then the 90 day um the other way so we got Ooh. i'm so excited oh i'm pumped yeah that's coming at you saturday and yeah. uh yeah, let us know what you guys are thinking. Let us know if there's anything yeah, you don't want forget, to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. About every podcast platform. Google. I think we just. Public, Apple. Apple. Yeah. I'm so excited. Just search us up. Shade is real podcast on just about any platform. So dope. Find us, so dope. Find us on guys. Instagram too. So yes, find us on Instagram, the, the shade is real podcast. Like, I'm so excited. You guys like this. Oh, like, I just feel like it's such a cool thing and we're finding our tribe and we're, it's growing. And like, we yes. have dreams for this to grow major. Like, I just want you guys to know that. Like, so every subscribe, every review, like bring it on. Like, I'm so excited. Don't forget if you guys post it in your Instagrams, tag me. Madison at the unicorn, um, is unicorn mom boss and Candace, what's your handle? Uh, Candace Wickwire. And then don't forget to tag the shade is real podcast. Um, and we post it in our stories and, uh, we just love giving shout outs. So don't forget to do that. Um, so yes. I hope you guys, I can't wait to talk about the, all those shows on Saturday, new stuff's coming. Oh my God. The reunions, like I'm excited. So I don't know. That's it. I hope you guys have a good day and I can't wait to talk to you guys on Saturday. All right. Love you guys. Bye.